0: okay hi um so today uh i'm my name is kaylin uh we're with ethan um lucas dominique and uh gabriella um we're gonna be talking about pages 25 through 48 for the book uh night by ellie weisel um so a little summary of what happened on um, through our, our like pages where um, in the beginning a woman which everyone thought was insane and dehydrated had predicted some of the fires of the camp she continuously was yelling look at the fires look at the fires um, and everyone whenever they tried to comfort her she was just wasn't able to calm down and everyone just thought that she was insane um, and by the time that they got there they actually could smell like burning flesh as she said Uh, in the book. Um, Early on, uh, him and his father were told to lie about their age to the guards in order to stay together after they were separated from the female parts of their family. Um, Eliza said that he was 18 and his father in his 40s. Um, The rest talked about how malicious they were. They put babies into the fire like very young children and they didn't seem to have um, any sort of uh, sympathy Um, And we got to hear Eliza talk about what the men were doing around him, such as switching clothes because they didn't seem to fit. Um, And around the last few pages, we also um, got to hear about stuff that they were, like, eating and stuff. Like, they talked about um, drinking black coffee and some sort of soup. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. (laughs)
1: Um. I'm Gabriella, and I'm the connector, and the first connection I got is that in the beginning of the book, they seem to have a failure of faith in Jesus, which is also a connection for people now, since we are going through a pandemic and people have a loss of faith. A second connection would be that the novel Night has a connection with the book Number the Stars by Lois Lowry which is a story about a survivor during the Holocaust, which has a strong connection between the both because they are both narrated by teenagers. And another connection would be another book called Prisoner B 3087, which is also a story about children and their struggles during the time of Holocaust. And they have a resemblance also because it's all by teenagers and their perspective about it, so...
2: Um, I'm Ethan, and I'm the evidence checker. Uh, I found that in this uh, section of pages, there wasn't very much logos, but there was a lot of ethos and pathos. And pretty much the entire twenty-four pages can just be ethos and and pathos. So it's dozens upon dozens of times that this is used. Um, my three pieces of evidence to analyze are that. Shut up, you moron, or I'll tear you to pieces. You should have hanged yourself rather than coming here. This conveys massive amounts of pathos, because this is the anger of the other Jew in the camp is so angry that Ellie and his father hadn't gotten away or killed themselves and are now at the camp. Uh, the second one is, that Then we saw the barbed wire of another camp. This one had an iron gate with the overhead inscription, Arbeit Macht free work makes you free. This is ethos as this is an actual location and adds to the credibility. And good night, those are my first human words. This conveys pathos or emotion because it really shows how shell-shocked he is that he couldn't even speak till that. And to evaluate the author's overall credibility, I feel like Ellie Weisel is very credible as all these locations exist, like Auschwitz and Birkenau. Also, just outside of the actual places, he's telling of how he's treated, and it's accurate to most other stories from Auschwitz. And just one other thing who also lies about going to Auschwitz? Like, I don't think many people would lie about that. <laughs> and.
3: Okay. Uh, my name is Luke. I am the rhetorical analysis and bias checker for this round, and I will start off. So, in the beginning, they made an assumption about Mrs. Shave, the crazy lady. They assumed she was crazy because she was talking about something that wasn't there, and that was one of the big that was one of the biggest assumptions that they made in this chapter and it turned out that she, they were wrong about that and she actually knew what she was talking about. And another assumption that they made was at least Eli said, surely this is a dream after he couldn't keep track of the time and what was happening and he was just confused and disoriented, And he said, surely this must be a dream to himself, which was another assumption that was once again quite wrong. And for hate. For an example of Paphos, L.A.'s father gets smacked across the face by a guard and he collapses because of a condition he has, and Ellie, he just stands there. He doesn't do anything, and he's looking deep into himself of why he didn't do that, and that's a really big appeal to emotion and about what's going on with him, and he doesn't feel right about that. A example of logos was not attacking the guards when the um when they were in lines when the guard initially some younger fit men had knives on them and they were thinking about attacking the guards and some older men pleaded and begged them to not which was a good choice and they really had a lot of logic to not to beg them to not do that because it could have ended very badly and a appeal to ethos the reader's sense of the author's credibility and morals or ethics was that they were lucky and they were lucky in which commando that eli and his father got stuck in and that they were lucky enough to get together and that they were in the same group, and they were put together in the same area of what they were doing. That's it.
4: I'm Dominique, and I'm doing structure analysis. So the first question was, what purpose does each paragraph fulfill? And I said each paragraph goes in order of the storyline of when the narrator gets to the camps and his way there and like what him and his father have to go through. So I say we see, we see the journey of the narrator getting to the concentration camps and what his time there is like. We also get to see how he becomes more aware of the harsh realities of the camps and just like what he's going to go through when he's there. Um, the next question is determine where the introduction ends and where the thesis statement slash main point is stated. And I said I don't feel as though there's one certain thesis statement or main point stated at this point in the story because we didn't pick up from like a certain beginning of a chapter or we just like started at page uh, 25 so I said we don't really have a main point here but I do feel as though this part of the story is just trying to explain the introduction of what his camp life is going to be and what the narrator feels and like what he thinks his journey is going to be like there and the next question is, evaluate the effectiveness of the structure. Is it clear and easy to follow? And does it, the structure support the thesis and or purpose? And I said the structures of the paragraph are very effective because we get to see an easy flow of information over time. The narrator just states and describes more details as the events evolve. And he explains what he sees, what he does, and what the people around him see and do. And the structure does support the purpose because we're just getting more information about what the narrator's gro- going through and the author chose this particular structure so that the readers can easily understand events in a timeline that can be followed so yeah
0: um all right so uh some questions i had were uh, if you did you guys think that there would have been any other way to come uh miss shot her without violence because they had knocked her unconscious which didn't even fully work because later she um, woke up
2: <laughs> most likely not with the knowledge that they had of course we have to remember this is the 1940s and they don't and especially in Transylvania they didn't know that much about mental health Sigmund Freud hadn't reached that part of the world as much yet and like, so, of course, they think this woman's mad, and most likely she she did have something wrong. Most yeah. likely, screaming <laughs> her head off like that and not being, you know, hey, we're going Same. to hell, rather than, oh my god, I see the flames. Yeah. Like, so, and knocking her unconscious have... was most likely the best course of action for what they had at the time, because if she had kept sh- screaming, like, in a station or multiple stations for that matter, she could have been shot on the spot.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and agreeing with also what he said, and, like, Nazis and those groups of people were very, like, forceful and always went to, like, a harmful way instead of being, like, nice like we would want to be. So I feel like what they did, of course, it was wrong, but I feel like it was kind of expected at the time.
3: I do think that they could have maybe found... Because her son was on that train, correct? Yeah. yeah. She was, was
0: holding her hand basically the whole time and like was, trying to comfort her, but it didn't work.
3: I feel like they could have maybe tried to coax her son into helping her out, but given the circumstances and how stressed they were, I understand what they did and why they did it.
2: And you have to imagine how tightly packed those cars are. And, you know, even for her to lay true. down, that's insanely tightly
3: packed yeah, um, Get yeah.
0: <laughs> um do you guys think that like this scene that the that ellis wisewell created was good like did you think that she used enough description like could you tell like what was going around going on around you like could you create the world in your head wait she the writer
2: yeah
3: it's a dude.
0: Oh a my dude. goodness! It's Allie. a dude.
2: He's, yeah, his, but his that's name a girl name has, sometimes. No, no, Ellie's a girl name. He's uh, a <laughs> okay.
3: okay. 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 Anyway, well, <laughs>
2: no, I believe that
3: um, Sorry for ben he ben did create an amazing picture. I feel like the description yeah. and how he really appealed to the writer. I I could imagine it all in my head, word for word, for every detail, and it it really paints it a. Good picture and of what he was talking about to me my, I, oh,
4: uh,
1: you go you
3: go you go <laughs>
1: I agree because I feel like when you're reading it you could imagine it like how it was taking place and yeah so I agree with him
4: I agree but I do feel like in some places it could have been better like the like explanations of more of what he saw like camp wise Because all all of us have a pretty good idea of, like, what they looked like and what they went through from prior knowledge, but I don't feel like his explanations are 100% the best, because we also make assumptions based on what we already know, and he doesn't tell us all of that. Like,
0: um, I would have liked if he would have, like, described more about, like, the, um, I'm, I'm just gonna call it a trolley, I'm not really sure, a train, um, And then I think that he did good explaining, like, the scent of when they got off and then them going into lines. But I just, uh, I would have liked it overall if he had used more, like, descriptive words, I guess. But that's just personal preference. Um, Okay, so lastly, um, what do you guys think would have happened if they didn't calm down the men who wanted to attack the guards and if they didn't talk them out of it?
2: they would have been shot in sight that's just how, how concentration camps work if you don't follow the orders if you don't if if you don't work you go into the crematorium just as it said in that chat in that in those pages i feel like there's oh sorry keep going from from prior knowledge like you would just be shot simple as that they didn't I care I feel like <laughs>
3: Are you done? Tell me when you're done, Ethan. Just go ahead, just go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I I completely agree with what he said. That's 99% what would have happened. I also feel like because especially being part especially when you're part of a team, they're they're a group. They're one solid unit that is being transferred until they get split up. I feel like the whole group would have been punished while those men were Dying, being shot, whatever happens to them, I feel like the whole group would have gotten punished, and it would have made everything worse for everybody, not just those specific men.
2: Oh, we probably wouldn't have the book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, is I there anything was, else? I oh, sorry. I had
2: five questions, not just three.
0: Um. the The two parts was you guys describing basically what was going on, oh, okay. like, and why you answered that way. Because right. um, it was original like question and then it's explaining, you know?
2: Okay. All right.
0: Um, I don't think there... Is there anything else you guys want to discuss?
2: Alrighty. No. All righty. All, right. All right. Well, let me... Well, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next one, Miss Powell.